Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning and Plumbing, a service experts company and a six-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award and the London Free Press Best of London, two-time winner of the Best of Home Stars and the St. Thomas Elgin Weekly News and the first-time winner of the Top Choice Award. We thank you for listening today and hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, those phone lines are open, so give us a call at uh, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Or you can send an email to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. But don't wait. Give us a call. Steve, we're up to 519. 519 what, Peter? Likes on Facebook. Oh, that's tremendous. Trending towards 600. That's a good thing we're not talking about it anymore. We're not. We're just giving you the facts. So you see, when you don't say anything about it, good things happen. Now, since this was your song choice this week, you want to explain what the songs are this week because they won't play very long. You know, we'll have to cut them off quickly. Nope. Not have to explain anything. I just, <laughs> I just thought I'd go for a one-hit wonder. And and that is? That's Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even know what his one-hit wonder was. You know it now, though. Yeah, I know it yes. now. But, but it didn't win, should I say. By the way, you didn't finish in first. So. That's okay. Finished in second. Uh, so... I was remiss in doing something a couple of weeks ago uh, that I should have done when we were on air, and that was uh, Nicole in the office. It was her birthday two weeks ago, and we didn't give her a shout-out. Was I here? No, I don't think it was. No, you weren't. <laughs> so, see, see? So see, I'm Nicole, feeling, if I was here, I would have thanked so, you, but Steve. So I'm feeling bad about that, that I should do that. So this is a, a late shout-out, Nicole, for a couple of weeks ago when I should have said happy birthday. Wow. Anyway. Wow. Okay. That wow, is, Nicole, Steve. Hopefully, it's, hopefully it's been rectified. <laughs> Just cut them off of leads for a couple. Of exactly. Weeks no leads for a couple of weeks, and then let me starve. Yes. Now we should mention in the total because last week there was a gold medal shining in my eyes. I had trouble reading my papers. Did you? Of the gold medal that was just to my left here, but uh, we did ask Nicole to give us the tally of how we are. So Jamie is in first place with 1,570 votes. 1,570. That's pretty strong. Second place is the office at 1,140. So he's got them by 430. Third place, I think I got asked for a recount, but is Steve at 1,120. And what was the office? 1,140. So just 20 behind the office. And Peter is in fourth place at 1,030. Well, so you're lagging. Yep. But Richard's close behind me at 1,010. And Dan's at 990. So we might as well just call it and give it to Jamie because we're not going to catch him. Yeah, we're going to catch him. No, you're not. That's why we took all the names off. (laughs) But even with the names, like you don't understand, like you don't understand, Jamie's got a network. And because... A one-hit wonder means that there's one artist only has one good song, right? Yep. That's right, and that's the one I pick, and he still beats me. So what do you think about that? Well, hey, if he's got a network that he's sending out what he picked because it's not listed. It is, he is sending out what he picked. If you read if you read his description when he sends out his song, you know exactly which one to pick. 
Well, you should. You better get your network going. You know, if you want to pull up there. I don't. I don't need to do that, Peter. It's fine. My network is working on donating money to me with a Rope for Hope, or as you call it, Toss the Boss. Toss the Boss. Yeah. And have you seen my fundraising? Like I've got about five grand in on cutting the rope. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had we had on Thursday an insurance agent come in, you know, and offer me insurance. I'm sure that's true. You know, so yeah. you you never know. Thanks, Dave Douglas, for that. You know that he was <laughs> thought I should have some insurance now. So uh, yes, but yeah. So it's it's gonna be fun. A couple of weeks. You nervous? Uh, I I was up to uh, make a wish on uh, yesterday to pre-register and. Uh, they said, you know, what do you think? I said, I'm not thinking about it. I said, I won't think about it till the Sunday. Till you, till you, you, know. till you step off. Yeah. But I said, no, I'm not. It's not bothering me now. I am looking at this building a lot more. It's not this <laughs> one. It's the one behind. It's the taller one? No, it's this one. No, it's the south building. It's hmm. the south tower. The south tower. That's Oh, it's, well, this is the south tower. Okay. But, yeah, I think it is. I think this is the building. Is it? Okay. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Well, just make sure this is the, because it's the taller of the two. Yeah. Yeah, it is tall. But All right. So we'll see. But because you goes. were counting it the other day and you only counted, like, you didn't count the right number, but it's yeah. 26 floors, right? Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to keep it lower. See, 23 is good. 26 makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so as long as I believe it's 23 floors, I'm fine. Now, Christian, are you going over? I mean, I'm trying to raise some money. Are you? I am. So did you register with Make-A-Wish? I did. Okay. And so is your, you got your page up and going? I do. Okay. Well. Steve Steve can maybe donate to both of us. Steve can come with me. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be down on the ground with my camera. And, uh, moral support. And my telephoto lens, and I'll be taking some pictures of you guys. Yeah. I know you, you You got the GoPro, is that uh, right, Peter? Yeah, I talked to them, and they're going to have a GoPro <laughs> on me. So, And they've got the volume turned down so you don't hear you screaming? No, no, they're going to have the volume up, so we'll uh, we'll get that up on our Facebook and let everybody see that. But That'll be funny. It will be. So we're going to take a quick break, but remember those phone lines are open. We've had all this heat, so everybody should have a lot of questions. Uh, give us a call at 519-643-2222. Or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. Yeah, here's a story about my homeboy Randy. He was hooked on a girl candy. Well, there Christian he, likes it. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, <laughs> he was. You is that his one hit wonder? For no, that that's, not, that's not the one. Oh, that's not the one. No. But that that was first hooked by uh, Vanilla Ice. Yes, Jamie picked it. Congratulations, Jamie! Another excellent choice, obviously, of a very <laughs> tough subject because it took me a long time to pick out mine. All I heard from the office was the door was open. Is I can't play any of these songs on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. So I finished fourth this week. But fourth, I'm, but, wow. I'm, but I'm playing. Fourth, so wow. there you go. Hey, sorry, now, about, sorry about that. I want to talk a little bit about a video that's on YouTube. Okay. And I would like all our listeners out there, not right now, but sometime, to Google this, and it's called the Indoor Generation. The Indoor Generation. Yep, I watched it. 
And it is, I was going to play it, I, you know, even though you couldn't see it, you could hear it. And three quarters of it would have been great, but there's one part of it that you really need to see when they're talking. Right. But it's talking about how we have tightened our homes so much that now we are creating bad indoor air. And then we tried to put perfume and chemicals to clean that up for breeze, um, candles, things like that, to try to make everything smell nice because the air is so bad, but we really aren't helping ourselves and it is causing us to get sick. No, because uh, we spend 90% of our time indoors. You know, which, which is which is pretty sad when you think about it, right? On yeah. a, you know this, we just come off a, a week when the weather's been awesome, and to think that we're still stuck inside, not outside. Yeah, under in air conditioning, you know, and and I say, you know, you hear everybody hears I cl- keep my house closed up, but the difference is, I have an HRV that I'm exchanging that air. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that is that how you're justifying? <laughs> no, you, know, I, you can you can still get outside, go for a walk. You know, you walk flurry outside for a couple hours every day. And well, just it's, think it's, of the difference. It's thirty minutes, but not a couple hours. But I walk flurry, but it's too hot for her. You know, it gets you know she's got a lot of fur on her. Right. But I get outside. Last night I was outside putting patio stones down and working. I cut my grass. You know, I'm outside. But in my house, to make sure my air is good, I'm exchanging the air three or four times a day to pull out that bad air and bring in fresh air. It, it is a very good video, and um, it kind of just makes you want to open your windows. Uh, so, like, you, you felt the temperature change last night, yesterday. You, you could feel the cold front coming in. And uh, first thing first thing we do at our house is we open the windows. So... Uh, we go around, open all the windows up, and get the fresh air back in the house. Just because I, I, I don't, I don't have any allergies, so there's no reason for me to keep my house, you know, locked up and 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 try to keep the air clean because I don't have any allergies. So I can do that. I can afford to open up my house and get all that, get all the air out and clean, just allow that fresh air back in again. But that's what we do first time. Like once the weather changes like this, that's what we do. Well, and I did that at the shop. So right. it was cool. I opened the door to go into the shop and I went, whoa, hot, sticky. So I opened up the big doors, turned on the big exhaust fan, let it run for 20 minutes this morning. Could feel that the temperature had dropped down in Absolutely. the shop and then shut it up. Yeah. So, you know, but I really would like all our listeners to watch that video at some point. Right. So if you go to youtube.com and then type in the indoor generation. You'll play, you'll see that video. Yeah. And it will show a little girl standing there in the picture. And that's right. the one. To that's the one. Click yes. on. And it, it's about four minutes, but it is a really good Maybe video. we should, uh, we should be posting that link to our Facebook. Yep. We and, can, we'll, now be probably Monday when I get to that. And then our 519 likes can access it that way. And then it can, it can expand from there. Wow. Right? Steve. Good. And I can talk more about it. Yes, you can. I appreciate that. Yeah, because people might call in because they might have questions about it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll... At, at 519-643-2222. Yes. <laughs> now, we have a little long question here. All right. It's from a person who shops, is out shopping for a new home. It says, I've had many houses in my life and toured dozens, maybe hundreds more look while looking for a house. One thing that has always baffled me was cold air returns. 
Some homes have them near the floor. Some are near the ceiling. Some have both. And my current house has them at different levels. Uh, I get that hot air rises, cold air sinks, but when the seasons change, there is always one room or another room that's opposite of the hot or cold. And I think what they mean is the return air is opposite to the hot and cold. Suggestions? Well, we've there's been a lot of research on this, right? And there's been a lot of experimentation. And it's been a learning curve for the entire industry. So um, the way it works now if you go if you go to a home now that is being constructed, you will find in the lowest level basement, we'll call it the basement, or maybe it's just the main floor, it's the lowest level, you'll find that the return airs that take the air back to the furnace are going to be low in the wall. So it's the lowest area in the house that return air will be low. There won't be anything up high. Then when you go up to the upper floors, you'll find that all those return airs taking air back to the furnace are high. And because we used to think that you're supposed to switch them, but you really don't have to switch them anymore. If you're, if you're on an upper floor, you want to draw your return air from the furnace at the top all the time because that's where the heat is. The heat is there in the summertime when the air conditioner is trying to work because it's coming through the attic. And the heat is there in the wintertime because your furnace is making heat, and eventually it just gets stuck at the ceiling. So you always want to try and draw that heat away and take it back to the furnace. Likewise, in the, the cold down low, so when it's on the lowest level, that cold air return is, we want it as low as it possibly can be because that's where all the cold air is. When your air conditioner is running, the cold air falls, falls to the basement, and there it gets stuck, so you want to be able to take that cold air away. And in the wintertime, every time you open a door in the house, the cold air that comes into the house, whether it's through the garage or the front door or the back door, it doesn't matter. It always ends up down there too. So you want to take it up and grab it as well. The idea is, I'll say, the idea is to take these two extremes, the hot from the top and the cold from the bottle, mix them all up, and then redistribute them again at a more even temperature. So we're just, you know, if you look at that, if you say your house is a bottle, Right. Because you said bottle instead of bottom, you said bottle. Thank you, bottle, So bottom. if you look at it like a bottle, you're turning that bottle upside down and allowing everything to mix. And then you're turning it the other way and allow everything right. to mix. So what we're recommending is that you turn your furnace fans on these days and just let them run. So like oil and water, if you let it sit, it separates. Same thing happens in your house. If the, if the fan system's not running, your air separates, hot top, cold bottom. So by keeping the fan system running all the time, you're constantly mixing that together. Likewise, you're stirring oil and water and keeping it mixed as well. well good. Thank you, Steve. You are welcome. Hopefully that helps our uh, person who texted in there. Um, one other one, which I think this, can I top up refrigerant in my AC? Is this, is this legally or uh, illegally? <laughs> we only deal with legal. Okay. Then the answer is, the industry says, unless we can find the leak, we can't add any more refrigerant into that system. Because it is a sealed... It's a closed system. Refrigerant just doesn't dissipate out of air conditioners. It has to, it has to come out through a hole or a leak or something. So if, if we're checking because the air conditioner is underperforming, they'll put the refrigeration gauges on it. And if they see low pressure, they have to assume there's a leak because it just doesn't evaporate. Right. 
and then they now they have to find it, repair it, and then recharge it. That's correct. Um, so a leak search can, you know, be between three and $600, depending how difficult it is to find. Then depending what has leaked where the coil or whatever, that can be another, you know, three to $1,000. Right. So it can, it is a major repair when a, when their Freon is leaked out of right. the unit. Yes. So, well, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But remember, those phone lines are open at 519 Four three twenty two twenty two, or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. Yo, VIP, let's kick it. Well, Steve. On a, the hot, on a hot, hot day. Ice, ice, baby. Ice, ice, baby. Yeah, that's my house. Ice, <laughs> ice, baby. Hey, um, I just have to, you uh, you did something above and beyond uh, your normal duties last week. I did. What did I, I hear you were a uh, rolling, roving reporter for <laughs> 980 CFPL Global News Radio. Well, I was just thought that. As I didn't want to be the only one stuck at White Oaks and Southdale as Hooks was burning down, and there was no fire department there yet at that moment, so I just thought I would so you call were, in to the were, newsroom. You were the first one on site. I don't know if it was the first one on site. I was the unlucky one that turned the corner and went, uh-oh, problem. <laughs> <laughs> so then you called into 980? Yep. Let them know. Get the word out there. Help our listeners. You know, wow. I, I, I I don't just think of our listeners on Saturday morning. I think about them all the time. <laughs> and then one other thing I'm going to interject before you ask a question. Uh, just our armchair uh, technician, uh, he says, he thinks the staff needs to come out to see you go over the roof, uh, but he wants us all to have Nerf guns. <laughs> just, <laughs> so, so now you're going to try to shoot Nerf guns at to, me. Just to I shower think. you just before you touch the ground. Yeah. 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 And then uh, he also said... That his wife's always amazed that he doesn't get more sick in the winter with all the different people, you know, the technicians get interacted with. But he just, he attributes it to being outside all the time and getting that good old-fashioned, good old yeah. fresh air. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, all of us being in this industry and, and being in different homes and that, you're, you build up an immunity a little bit to it mm-hmm. versus being, you know, not around people. And Right. But now we heard in the... Uh, on the news there about a uh, hundred in one day. Right. Uh, so that's uh, like an urban intervention uh, where we'll make our city better, something that will improve the environment or help you to connect with your neighbors. Um, we believe small actions can add up to a really big change. So it's all happening throughout, you know, Steve, you could host a picnic or a potluck on your front lawn and invite all your neighbors over. Maybe even help, they could help you cut your grass and the get grass, it all My grass up. is cut. It is good. Yeah, it, you know, you can do that. Uh, I know uh, Craig um, Tilford, who was on the show last week, is going to be down in Victoria Park, uh, just shaking people's hands and meeting people and greeting them. So uh, there's all kinds of things you can do. Uh, if you want information on that, you can, you can Google 100 in one days. Then on the Canadian site, find the London tab. There's about 20 cities that are taking part in the, in Canada alone, many others around the world. So 
definitely get involved. They even have a Facebook page, um, facebook.com slash 100 in one days, uh, LDN on aunt. So London aunt. Uh, but definitely, you know, get out there, do something today, meet a neighbor, shake a hand. I met my neighbor this week, really, really unfortunately met my yeah, neighbor. Because you had a, a limb hit her car. Yeah. It must've been a windstorm come through Tuesday night. And I guess Wednesday morning, there was a big limb across her car. So my tree, I'm now in the midst of talking to the city about maybe we have to get it taken down because it keeps dropping big limbs, not just little ones. I see. Nice. So we were talking about Freon before the break and topping it up. And a lot of people do that. And I notice now it got cold. So what do you think's happening, Steve? Uh, people are canceling their service call. Yeah. Air conditioners working now. Well, the reason the air conditioner is working now is it doesn't have the demand on it. Right. So don't, if your air conditioner wasn't working during the hot weather and you think it's working now, you still should have somebody come out and look at it. Absolutely. Because when it gets hot again, it's not going to work again. Right. And that can be because it's down on Freon. Right. Definitely get, get somebody out there to take a look at that. It's a, uh, it's a big problem. We're seeing it even with newer systems. Now in, in, in another part of your question on topping up refrigerant, um, you know, do people just assume that it's just the one kind of refrigerant you just can't top up free in? Or what about the new stuff that they use? Cause it's supposed to be better for the environment. Can you just top it up? No, everything we don't want, you know, right now it's like anything. We believe this is good for the environment and in 10 years they'll find out there's something that's not good with it. So we don't want any of this Freon leaking out, whether it's the R22 or the R10 or R12, whatever it is, we want to make sure that's sealed in that unit. And if it is and installed correctly, you shouldn't have issues. If you do have an issue, you know, that's why we say you should have a maintenance done every year to catch those. So definitely we, you know, I saw on the weekend after the show, I went, went to the shop and there was work orders from where wires have been chewed off. Okay. If we turn that on in March, everybody listen, take your cover off, turn your air conditioner on, make sure it worked. We would have had that fixed in March. Not now it's the hottest time of the year and we have to order in a pressure switch uh, for that unit and it takes a lot longer. Right. So, and we had a question here. Do they make an outside tap with hot and cold water? I'm going to refer that to you. Well, of course they do because <laughs> if you like to build ice rinks like I do, right? you want a cold flood. Sometimes you want a hot flood so you can do a cold and hot flood. Can you? Yeah. So I had that installed and um, Hopefully the hot side turns off inside the house though. Well, they both turn off. So they are like a hydrant that they shut off on the inside. But inside the house, you have a hot water line coming to it and a cold water line coming to it. And then you have an adjustment on it. You can fully hot, fully cold or anywhere in between. Hmm. So it is, uh, it works out very well. So yes, that is available. As long as we can access your hot and cold. Yeah. Okay. We have to get inside, you know, we have to be able to put that in and connect it inside the house. So right. You have a drywall ceiling. We're going to have to cut that open and put an access panel in there. Right. But it, it's, it can be done for the people who like to build ice rinks in the winter. That hot flood is maybe really I wanna, important. Maybe I want to 
give my car a hot wash instead of yep. a cold wash. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now it's on one that came in from Steve. So I don't know if you wrote this one, Steve, but it said, "How often do you change the filter in your HEPA?" In maybe, my HEPA, maybe explain what a HEPA is. For so a HEPA is a is a type of uh, well, HEPA means high efficiency particulate arrestants. So it is, uh, it's actually a registered medical device. It can filter air down to, uh, I believe it's 0.03 or 0.01 microns. So a very, very small particle. That particle size is what can get past anything else, your own natural defenses, and it can actually get into your lung. So it's for people who are hyperallergenic to uh, lots of things. So it's just a very... It's the best air cleaner on the market. It's so efficient that you can't put it on the side of a furnace like a typical filter does. So it's what we call a bypass system. So it's a canister that sits beside the furnace, and it takes a sample of the air, cleans it really, really well, then puts it back in the airstream. So, And it usually has a two- or three-part filtering process. There's a pre-filter to catch big stuff, and then there's the HEPA core, and it, it, it would look like a uh, air breather in, in a car. It's, it's very dense. And then after that, there's sometimes you can add a charcoal filter or whatever you want to do. But those are the, the pre-filter and the HEPA filter are the two main pieces. The pre-filter is an annual change. The main core, you change every three to five years. So it takes that long for it to load up depending on your environment. So pre-filter yearly? Yes. And the HEPA every three to five years? Every three to five years. Depending on? Depending on the severity of the house, okay. yes. All right. So if you're going to get a HEPA, strongly recommend that you get your ductwork cleaned as well. Yeah. Even if it was done even two or three years ago, if you're going to put a HEPA in, get the ductwork cleaned again and then put a HEPA in. Okay. Jessica sent in a question. Do you service portable air conditioners? We do not. And maybe explain what a portable air conditioner is. So a portable air conditioner is uh, it. It's an air conditioner that was created. It looks like a like kind of like a dehumidifier. Um, it's upright, and you can kind of wheel it from room to room. So let's say you were going to be in the living room, and now you're going to go in the bedroom. You can wheel it into those two rooms. The issue is is it's got uh, it's got a, a canister for the water that it creates. So that's one thing. And then it also has to be exhausted. So it'd have to exhaust it through a window or a door or a patio door or whatever. So you just can't let it run because it creates heat. So that heat has to be exhausted outside. So you'd put a, it's got, it's, it's got an exhaust pipe that you put into a window and that's where it works. So it's meant to go from one room to another. But if that water fills up, it shuts off, right? right. So. So and a lot of people who service window air conditioners. Will service a portable. Yeah, which we stopped back in 2010, roughly doing, working on those and doing those. So hopefully that helps. We're going to take a quick break, but those phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You 
life, you are speechless. Well, I like the original song of that, you know, but that was uh, picked by Gord all the way from Leftbridge, Alberta. Gord finished ahead of you? Yeah, Gord finished third. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm coming in cool as ice. Are you? Is number four by Peter. Wow. I'll get played on the way out. Yeah, it'll be on the way out. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be so glad when Vanilla Ice is all over. Um, and we should ask armchair Richard finished last. Did he? So he might want to tell us what the, uh, you know, what is our theme for next week before we go. He's listening. Uh, Ron uh, sent in what rebates are available right now on furnaces and air conditioners? Well, the same, the same programs are still going. So, uh, the same program, the same union gas rebate program. So save on, there's a green on program. Uh, there's also a little bit from Ontario Power as well. So those are still available. Don't know what's going to happen after an election. So if there's a government change, we never know what happens to the rebates. Um, like they, they just can't really say. So really, if if you're going to take advantage of them, you really, you've got a week or two to do so because who knows what's going to happen. And I'm not saying that there's going to, something's going to change, but the potential is there for change. Well, and with the tariffs that Mr. Trump put in, there's no steel in furnaces or air conditioners. There's no <laughs> aluminum in furnaces or air conditioners. Yeah, air conditioners, all aluminum and uh, yeah, st- and steel in furnaces, yes. So you're probably going to see, or we are going to see price increases. Yes, the because product. of the tariffs, yes. So you might, if you're thinking, you might want to jump on this while the rebates are there before the election and while the... Uh, before there's an increase of equipment costs, that's probably going to come in the next uh, two to three weeks. But 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 that but that reflect immediately, or will it reflect in a time because of production? You know, because things are already produced, will they start doing that right away? Well, I would say if you've got the product already built, why is it increasing? But manufacturers don't think that way. They just kind of do a per- say. This is the date the price increase takes effect, even though they have all this stock. Right. So that's an argument I usually have with them, but yes. I never seem to win it. Okay. Um, Shirley wanted to know, what should I have my thermostat set at, auto or on? She's talking about the fan, I take it. I would think so. So, Shirley, it really it really depends. Um, so if you have one of these newer furnaces that have a have a, a what we call a really efficient uh, furnace motor, like like I do, I have mine set to on. I have mine running all the time. But if you had a, an older furnace that uses more electricity, then I probably wouldn't run it in the on position just because your hydro bill would go up 60 or $70 a month. So it really, I can't really say until I know what kind of furnace you'd have before I would make that recommendation to you. Okay. So if they had a DC motor, we would say run it all the time. Yep. If they have an AC motor, you're going to have an increase in hydro. Drastic increase in hydro. So you've got to be aware of that and and see, but it could make your home more comfortable. It will, but you just may want to select times of when you run it if you have an AC motor. Uh, John sent in a question. What are some of the things I should check if my air conditioner isn't running to eliminate having someone come out for something? I should have known to do, or what should I know to do as a homeowner? I had a couple of friends when that heat hit, and uh, they texted me just to say, hey, Steve. And uh, first thing I tell them to do is uh, 
check the filter number one so if you if you're down at if you're looking at your air conditioner and you see ice around where the where the uh, lines connect to the air conditioner ice ice baby yeah, yeah if you see yeah. ice that is a really bad sign that means not only is there ice there but the thing the evaporator coil which sits above your furnace is a big block of ice as well so i'll most most of my friends i would just say uh, check that filter because I bet you it's dirty, number one. And it, the reason that your coil iced up is because we couldn't get enough air past it. So you need to shut off the air conditioner, change the filter, put a new filter back in and let the fan run just till that thaws out. Then you could turn it back on. That's one thing. You may want to check the breaker, see if the breaker snapped off because sometimes that happens. Um, Batteries in the thermostat, if you have an older thermostat, there's a few things that we would tell you to check when, when you call. Yeah, and make sure the outdoor unit is free of debris. Yes. And your AC covers up. Well, yeah, and sometimes, because air conditioners, you may not, with these new ones, they're hard to tell if they're dirty or not because of the, the shielding on them nowadays. So if you've never sprayed it off with a hose, like it's probably dirty. And if, it's, if it can't get any air either, it's not going to be taking the heat out of the house. And if I haven't had a maintenance done, can I turn it on? You can, yeah. But yep. you're going to want to just get that maintenance done. So just because you turn it on and it works doesn't mean you shouldn't do the maintenance. Yep. You should still do the maintenance. Now, Hugh sent in a question on water heaters. It says, is there any difference in the brand of water heaters you sell other than the name? I Well, I think there's a lot of difference between them, but... The, for instance, the if, if we're dealing with tankless product, th- there is quite a bit of difference between manufacturers on tankless products. Yeah, even to the point of one has the controls right in the, on the unit, and the yeah. other is a separate. Is a separate is, is a separate remote. Um, they're the way they exhaust, like their venting capabilities, um, just how how they heat water, how they operate. There's differences between the manufacturers. When it comes to tanks, we we pick. We pick the tank manufacturer because we think it's less problematic than other manufacturers. So we're very particular on what we choose. So, so our tank is Ream. Uh, we prefer a Renai tankless. Yep. But we also have a Ream that we can sell. But Renai is our preference. On is the our tankless. preference? Yep. But the Ream tankless is a decent product and works very well. Yep. Yep. And we we don't have a lot of issues on. You know, you've got a Ream, I've got a Ream. I'm sorry, I've got a Renai, you have a Renai. Yes. And, you know, I do maintenance, it doesn't break down. You didn't do maintenance and it broke down. So it showed the importance of maintenance being done. And I, I put a I put a Ream tankless in my mom's house. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, they they all work well and we're, we're happy, but we do a lot of testing before we, we pick on a product to make sure. Now this one, and it this may be a... A two-part question. When do I turn my HRV off for the summer? And why I say it's a two-part is some people turn them off and some people don't. Right. So you probably keep yours on because you seal the house up. Right. And I need that fresh air to change. Other people will open and close their doors often enough and um, don't have to worry about um, having the HRV. They, they use HRV. If you're using your HRV strictly for moisture control in a house, then you can probably shut it off in the summertime. If it's more of a air quality thing because you're wanting to get fresh air in the house because that's your means of doing so, then you're going to have to leave yours on. 
And it and you know and and you have to be prepared. You're going to be bringing in a lot of moisture, right? So my air conditioner is sized big enough to handle Accordingly, that. Yes, and that should have been that should have been thought of when you were doing that. So when when we're out to a house, if there's an HRV there, I have to factor that in. Right. Yes. Um, Scott wanted to know if we do insulation. We do not do insulation. No, we do not do um, Richies. Is one of the people we recommend, yes. Yeah, yep. uh, to do that, but we are not in the insulation business whatsoever. But there's there's a, a few good ones around London as well. I know I've referred Great Northern as well, and as well as Richie's Insulation. They're all good companies, but you just need to have a look. Now, he also said, do you clean out dryer vents? It depends. That's a good question. If 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 a dryer vent is the plastic uh, flexible stuff, we cannot uh, touch it because by the time we're done with it, it wouldn't be there anymore. If it's solid piping, so I, that doesn't mean even the flexible aluminum, it has to be, has to be hard piped, um, like a, like a piece of ductwork, then we can clean that. And it, and now with that, we're going to send in our, our skipper ball from the outside in. Right. And we're going to blow all that stuff out onto the grass or outside. Right. Um, because we can't get suction on, on it right. at that point. We so, just had to push it out. Yeah. So just to let people know there's going to be all this dust and everything flying outside mm-hmm. when we do a dryer vent. Now we got some specials running. Of course, there's a save $1,700 on a new furnace, only like a, a furnace and air, a week or so left in that promotion. That's the Lennox cap promotion, yes. Yeah. Uh, we got some rental specials. We got $60 off a plumbing service call, $15 off a air conditioner tune-up or $50 off if you do a furnace and air at the same time. So lots of, lots of things going on. You've been pretty busy. You were out last night working. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, there's, it's just residual from all this, um, from all this hot weather. We've, it just, we just, we've had some late nights this past week. You, you want to check your phone, see if Richard's picked song choice? Oh, he has. I'm just not going to tell yeah, you yet. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> And what are we, uh, what's our songs for next week going to be? It's a Canadian national icon. Stomping Tom? No, not Stomping <laughs> Tom. Well, do it. Brian Adams. No. No. Well, then you got to tell me. I don't know. I'm guessing the ones that I know of. Boy, I would be Burton. Burton Cummings. Yeah. Now does when he was with uh, BTO. Burton Cummings. Burton Cummings. BTO. Burton Cummings. All right. Gets if it would beat the old already got Cummings. a pick. So. Okay. <laughs> so Burton Cummings next week, a uh, song going out is Cool as Ice. Um, remember, when we're not on the air, you can reach us at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS or online at royinch.com. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. By the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Drop that zero and get with the hero. Got to get loose. That sound. I know that sound. Hi, Mom. You hear it? Hi, Mom. I know that sound. So.